Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. And this week, we have news of a Microsoft breach that led to spying on 25 organizations, including those of the U.S. government. The story has been unfolding since July, so it's interesting to finally kind of get the whole big picture now, which is what I'll be explaining today. So, what happened? How did a Microsoft breach result in espionage against the U.S. government? Well, first it starts with a China-based hacking group known as Storm0558, when it compromised a Microsoft engineer's work account. We don't specifically know the details of how this account was compromised, though it was likely through a phishing attack. Phishing is a type of attack that involves tricking someone into giving up information via email. Often it may be a fake password expiration notice, a fake charge on your bank account, or some other fake action that you need to take. In the email, a link is provided to a website hosted by the hacking group that seems legitimate, but is really only used to steal your login credentials. Meanwhile, completely unrelated to the threat actors, a consumer signing system crashed in April of 2021, which resulted in a crash dump that was essentially a snapshot of the signing system. The system contains a Microsoft account key, which would allow access to Microsoft Cloud services like Outlook, SharePoint, Azure AD, and OneDrive. The key can be used to basically impersonate any account within any impacted customer. The key would give an attacker immense power, but attackers still need to be careful because if they do too much to be detected, Microsoft will fix the issue, which eventually they did. You may be wondering, how did a key like this end up in a crash dump? Well, it wasn't supposed to be there. As sensitive information is supposed to be masked when things like this crash. But there was a race condition error, which is a type of error where the end result of a system's behavior is based on the timing of uncontrollable events. If that timing is off, it can result in rather undesirable errors. In that case, the error resulted in the full key being in the crash dump completely unobscured. The crash dump was moved to an internet-connected debugging environment, as the key was not detected in the dump file. If it had been detected, it would likely be deleted or moved to a system that is not connected to the internet. The engineer who was hacked had access to this debugging environment, which is how the threat actors were able to access and then steal the key. With this key, a zero-day vulnerability, which is a type of vulnerability that is exploited before a fix or a patch is released, could be exploited that allowed the attackers to forge signed tokens and impersonate accounts. Digital signing is supposed to ensure that the person is who they say they are, as it's confirmed by a certificate authority. But when a key that allows you to sign the certificate is compromised, it's pretty trivial to forge certificates and tokens. And this makes you automatically trusted, even though it's completely forged. In July of 2023, there was evidence of this vulnerability being exploited about a month before it was even detected by Microsoft. 25 different organizations were targeted, including the U.S. State and U.S. Commerce Departments. It is alleged that Storm0558 accessed hundreds of thousands of U.S. government emails in an espionage operation, although not many other details have been confirmed as this information would be highly confidential. In response to this attack, Microsoft fixed the race condition issue that allowed the key to show up in the crash dump in the first place. They also improved detection in case another bug causes a similar error to happen again, 
and then revoked the key so that it can no longer be used to sign tokens or access anything Microsoft customers have in the cloud. Revoking a key essentially marks it as compromised, so it's no longer trusted. Customers don't need to take any further action according to Microsoft, but may still want to check and see if any unauthorized accounts were created to maintain persistence. If a hacker was able to create another Active Directory account with administrator privileges while the key was still working, then they could still be in the environment. Although according to the State Department, it does appear that only emails were touched and exfiltrated, this could still be a national security risk. This attack is very interesting and demonstrates the concerns of cloud computing. You simply do not have as much control over the cloud as you would with systems hosted on your premises. And if a cloud provider is compromised, it could also lead to you becoming compromised. And you are still equally liable. And this can happen even if you have good security posture. Cloud is a very big thing in computing these days. Everyone wants to move to the cloud, just like everyone wants to have their own cool AI. But it's always important to assess the risks of moving to what's essentially someone else's computer. You need to really, really trust the cloud provider or providers that you're using. This is certainly not the first cloud-based attack, and it definitely will not be the last. But it does open up some very interesting conversations. This also shows the value of defense in depth, having different layers of defense ready and not just one and hoping you're covered. There was a large series of mistakes that added up in just the right way that resulted in something as serious as cyber espionage. The race condition that allowed the key to be exposed in a crashed up file, the crashed up file's location on a public facing debugging environment, the validation error that allowed this key to forge certificates and tokens, the poor detection capabilities that didn't detect that a key had been exposed, the phishing email sent to the engineer not being caught or reported, all of these issues contributed to what ultimately led to cyber espionage. Thank you to Microsoft for being transparent about this issue, as well as Bleepy Computer, Dark Reading, InfoSecurity Magazine, PC Mag, and The Hacker News for reporting on this incident. And most importantly, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. My name is Chloe Tonus, and until next time, stay secure.